You say a one for the trouble, two for the time. Uh, come on, y'all, let's... Now it's time for the morning coffee with my daddy, the motivator, Jazzy G, on Power Me Up Radio, talk 24-7. It's Freestyle Friday with the motivator, Jazzy G. Morning Coffee with the motivator, Jazzy G, featuring Cheryl Star. Good morning, good morning, good morning, my soul motivators. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Morning Coffee with yours truly, the motivator, Jazzy G. Here on Power Me Up Radio Talk 24-7, the station Red Heart on iHeart. And today, beloved, is Freestyle Friday. That's right, it's Freestyle Friday. That means get up, do what you gotta do. You know, anything can happen. Cause you know, my partner in crime, <laughs> she's unpredictable on a Friday. You know what I'm saying? She's about to do anything and everything, <laughs> without a doubt. You know what I'm saying? So she's the funny bone lady. She's the incomparable Cheryl Star. Twinkle, twinkle, it's Cheryl Star. What up, Star? Good morning, Jazzy G. Twinkle, twinkle, my soul motivators. Yes, it's Freestyle Friday, and y'all know me. I might just break out with some bars. I still got it, Jazzy. I still got it. I may not got it on the weight side, soul motivators, but I still got it with the bars. Oh, you too. Hey, and our team wouldn't be complete without this man here. He's the percolator, he's the smooth operator, he's the glue to keep us all together. That's right, he's the one, the only, DJ Nelson. ดอมายโยวูวูวูวูวูวูวูวูวูวูวูวูวูวูวูวูวูวูวูวูวูวูวูวูวูวูวูวูวูวูวูวูวูวูวูวูวูวูวูวูวูวูวูวูวูวูว
for ending the marriage but whatever the case may be this look like is getting pretty ugly it's yeah. getting it's getting more uglier than JJ Evans. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> and y'all know JJ Evans, oh man! <laughs> wow! <laughs> JJ, sorry, but you know, but you know, hopefully this shakes up and you know they kind of you know work it out because it looked like it's about to get ugly, and we know we've seen some ugly divorce out here. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, and things can't get ugly. But uh, yeah, well, hopefully things will work out. Cause yeah, because for the child's sake, you know, it's never a good thing when it's public too. It's never a good thing with celebrities when they they are uh, divorced is public. Right. They have to deal with everything from the street point of view of, of of everything. It never turns out right. You know what I mean? And the kids are the ones that get hurt in the long run. You know what I mean? Because you know people not thinking about. The children, they're always thinking about themselves in the divorce proceedings. You know what I'm saying? And again, right. I, you know what I'm saying? I was married to a woman for 30 years that she's, she's a child of divorce and her parents had an ugly divorce and, and it scarred her and her sister. You know what I'm saying? It, it truly scarred them for life. So you got to really think about the children and, and try to put them first. You know what I'm saying? Put your pride aside and put your ego aside. But Yes. We'll see. We'll see how this, this work out. We'll see. We'll see. And one other, one another thing in housekeeping is uh, singer songwriter SZA. You know, SZA. You know, has had numerous hits this year, and we were just talking about. You know, she's been around writing songs for a while. So she claims that her song, the song "Consideration," was stolen from her and given to Rihanna. Now she didn't go into details on. How her song got stolen, you know, basically she was saying she was playing music for a lot of people and somehow, some way, uh, you know, they changed up a line or two, but she said the song Consideration is a song that she's written and, uh, you know, it, it hasn't said anything that she's doing any lawsuits or nothing like that, but she wanted to make it public that she was intending to release that song herself and basically she never had intentions to give it to Rihanna. So somebody somewhere, somebody somewhere, you know, duplicated her song allegedly. Uh, so, you know, we'll see what happens with that because apparently, you know, people are saying that, you know, Rihanna needs to recognize that that was Scissor's song. So we haven't heard, you know, Rihanna hasn't spoken on it, anything like that. Credit for it. That's what's going on. She's thinking. Huh? So she's not well, she's saying the song in general was not supposed to be Rihanna's song. So it's not that she's not getting the credit. She didn't agree to give it to her. Oh, she said the song I'm, was stolen. If you get credit her. for the song, and even though Rihanna's doing the song, and you right. know the song is going whatever platinum or whatever with Rihanna, you know, right. cast the check and make your version. You know what I'm saying? Prince did it all every time. So cast the check and make your version. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I would do. You know what I'm saying? So the Scissor fans would get her version of the song and she's still casting checks. It's like cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. You know what I mean? Now, if it's a different story, if she's not getting the credit for it and they stole her song. Yeah, that's what she's saying. She's saying that they took, they somebody that's in camp with Rihanna allegedly took her song that she had intended for herself, for her own. She was going to release it, and that it get, it got to Rihanna. So people say they got to get to the bottom of it. Pinned by Scissor, though, it's pinned. The song is pinned by her, right? Yeah, so, she, 
Right. Sad. So Trump was sent by her. Then right. she get writer's credit. And she's gonna get that writer's money. So I'm just saying, in that publishing, I'm saying collect that and just make your own version of your song. And that way, you still getting. You know what I'm saying? It's just like it's just like the 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 uh, the, the the group that wrote Butterflies for Michael Jackson. You know what I mean? Um, um, what's her name? A- the Ambrose girl. You know what I'm saying? She has her version too of Butterflies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they they worked with Michael Jackson, and then they still put out there because the producers heard their version. They heard them the demo and said, "Hey, Michael would want this." And Michael did one. But you know, remember when Jay Z did me and my girlfriend? You know the Tupac rendition with uh, Beyonce. He did all of that in a life. Listen, it's me and my girlfriend. Tony Braxton also had that same song on her album, and she also claimed at the time because uh, her album was released a little, uh, maybe a month or two before Jay Z's, and her, her album didn't sell because Jay Z had the song. Or he, matter of fact, he released his before her, and she said. That she believed he stole the idea from her And basically her song went away And she had to drop another song So sometimes, you know, depending on I don't know what Scissor is saying If it's the identical song um, Because, you know, she'll probably have rights to it I think they switched it up a bit So I don't know in detail uh, but you know there, it was it was trending online, and they said you know we're gonna get to the bottom because they say a lot of artists do that. A lot of artists you know hear somebody's stuff and just change it up a bit and take their idea. So we'll see because SZA is a known good songwriter, and yeah. you know you know now that she's doing her own thing, you know she wants to get credit for the stuff that she's she's done. So we'll look we'll get more into that. But oh, we'll stay tuned before we get to our guest. So motivated because we got a special guest. I just want to give uh, props to the Grammy show, the pre-Grammy show that they had was celebrating 50 years of hip hop last oh, week. Yeah. Oh, was yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, the performance was off the chain. Yo, yo, you know, can't play. That was one of my favorite songs back yeah. in the days. And this I think Jazzy G. 50 acts. That's it. it was incredible. Yes. And I think what I like about it is that it took us back. It took us back. Like the Grammys last year, they did an okay job, but I think this show last week was phenomenal. I think they got it right. They hit the they hit the spot. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So so uh, this is this is perfect. The guest that we have today is perfect in star because yes. you want to talk about old school hip hop or classic hip hop. Or pioneering in hip hop, you know we're celebrating 50 years of hip hop here on the Morning Coffee, and we had nothing but pioneers on the show, nothing but pioneers. So today, so motivated, we have also a pioneer, all right? yes, a pioneer CEO, record company, indie record company owner, because you know all hip hop started on on indie record companies. You know what I'm saying? They the ones that put out the good music that y'all love and enjoy before any other majors got to it. So this man right here is one of the early pioneers of being a, a, a CEO and, and recognize that hip hop is about to take it this far. All right. So I'm talking about Aaron Fuse, right? The owner of Tough City Records. Now Tough City Records, they released a, a slew of uh, hip hop records, you know what I'm saying, years ago. And Aaron is also celebrating 50 years of hip hop and he's bringing things back to Farisi. All right. Now, Aaron got his start uh, back in the days uh, 
writing for Rolling Stone magazine, uh, Cashbox, Daily News, and things like that. Then he started Tough City Records in 1982. He had Spoonie G, you know what I'm saying? The Cold Crush Brothers, YZ. Yeah, he had all that going on. He yes. uh, uh Mark Mark the 45 King. Y'all all know the 900 number. It be, Rush it be dance, the Ed Lover Dance and all that type of stuff. Hey, and 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 DJ Cool made it famous. I'm saying, but this man right here, he's doing this thing. And what he is doing, he's taking all the old school classics that, that's part of Tough City Records and he's putting it together in a package. He's gonna tell you all about it, all right? So, so motivated. If you're sitting down, stand up. If you're standing up, sit down. Right now, I'm gonna introduce you, the one, the only, CEO and president of Tough City Records, Mr. Aaron Fuse. What up, Aaron? Hey, Jazzy, thank you for that nice intro. <laughs> it's all good, man. Hey, me and Aaron- Hello, go, Aaron. Hey, how back, are you? Y'all. <laughs> me and Aaron know each other about 40 years, y'all. We go back, like, like Monopoly Boys and Spinal Cords and everything, man. <laughs> hey, hey, Aaron, we want to hey. we we talk to you. I mean, we want to get down to the nitty gritty, man, because you, you know what I'm saying, you watch this whole hip hop thing go from one end to the next. You know what I'm saying? You know what it's like. You know what I'm saying? You were there on the front line. <laughs> I can say that because I know you personally and everything. All right? So one of the first questions I want to I want to ask you though, uh, what inspired you to establish Tough City Records in 1982? I say, and, and how has your experience in the music uh, uh, influenced that the whole direction of, of, of what you when you started the label? What was the what was the whole mindset? You know what I'm saying? And tell tell our soul motivators how you really got. To, to recognize hip-hop when other people wasn't recognizing it. Yeah, um, I was at the, uh, well, it, it all starts in, in, in the 60s. I, I, would, I used to haunt the Apollo Theater, you know? I went, <laughs> I went to the Apollo Theater maybe a hundred times in the 60s and 70s uh, to catch like soul and R&B, right? right. Gospel stuff. And um, I, it must have been about 78 or 79 when they they used DJ Hollywood just to to kind of spice things up between between you know the second act and the um, the next to the headliner the headliner and they right. brought him on right and uh, right. Uh, on two successive weeks I saw him blow away the dramatics and the shy lights okay <laughs> and and I'm, I'm I'm going wow and then I'm working at um, at the trades, you know, yeah. And the guys, the true little uh, indie indie hip hop owners, uh, you know, the, like Winley and Enjoy, you know, right. They yeah. were com- they were coming around, and even even Sugar Hill, they were coming around, and and it was like, hey man, I mean, Frankie Crocker ain't playing our stuff, and you know, this is happening, and man, I mean, the the S S H S Y is going to hit the fan. Yeah. I, I felt it was about to bust. It was like yeah. being held back, man, you know? Exactly. And, uh, you know, I, I, I was at the trades, you know, and, and I felt like I learned, had learned a little something about the music business. Um, I, I, you know, it was at that time, 
the print media was was just kind of in trouble. It looked like the Daily News was, you know, was about to go out of business. And so I said, hey, man, let me really, really make a change and, and dive into this. I, and, and, you know, I was writing for uh, Soho News. I had created a hip hop chart, which was was the first. And just people started reaching out to me. Bam Bob right. called me. Russell Simmons called me. And, you know, I mean, I just got my got my tour you know uh i would not have thought of going to the t connection if bam hadn't invited me and it was like a life changer man it right. rocked my world yeah 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 and and that's and that's the thing because what people don't know you you were at all those places you know what i'm saying you you had that the t connection the Harlem world the rooftop, Broadway International, you are at all those places. And back in the day, Soul Motivators, record stores made the impact on what was going on with music, fires, the clubs, the streets, you know what I'm saying? Because the DJs were the street DJs and the club DJs, and that made a difference because before radio, you know what I'm saying? Before radio got a taste of anything, because Mr. Magic was the first one to bring hip hop to the radio thing, and even that was an underground thing. Listen, y'all, it, it it was so small that the most significant medium for communication, you, you, you're gonna love this, Jazzy, for what I'm about to say, was a friggin' piece of paper called the <laughs> Philip Edwards sheet. <laughs> a piece yeah. of paper called the Philip Edwards and, and it had yeah. all the list of what, right? Retailers yeah. knew I, I, what was in other stores. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It was small. Yeah. Wow. yeah. It was it was a piece of paper before it became a before it became a book, like a little magazine, but it was it was one sheet of paper that you opened up and it had a list. Yep. <laughs> that's how that's how small it was. And and, and, and you know, in, in a way, um, I was fortunate that the business was small then because I was not coming, you know, with a business background. And, you know, I mean, I made made my mistakes, but, you know, I always was committed to putting out the next record. Right. And you put out a lot of records. And, you know, with, when this hip hop history thing happened, I said to myself, I don't think there's a label that could chronicle the first 10 years of hip hop, you know, as, as good as me. OK. Right. Right. So, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I don't know if we're getting to the present too quickly, but it was really, really knowing that I knew the old school. I lived the old school. Right. And, uh, you, you know, I not only made records, but, you know, I, I picked up the right stuff from other companies and stuff. So I really, really had what what I, I believe was the best selection of of the first 10 years you know before the majors got a hold of it right. and, and i think i think what we kind of learned in a way what, what, what the this celebration was all about was really really calling to people's attention the, the pioneers right. you know? I, I look. I can't. I couldn't put out a record by somebody who never put out a record, like like Cool Herc. But this collection contains, you know, Cool DJ AJ. You know, uh, right. I, I, I I went deep. You know. Yeah, yeah, and, and and that that leads to my my next question too, Aaron. Because we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna bring it up, but we're gonna take it back a little bit too. You know what I'm saying? But 
but having witnessed like the evolution of hip hop, you know what I'm saying, from the early days as as you spoke of, you know what I'm saying? Now, do you think the genre has changed like since the eighties? That's like 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 do you think today's genre give that homage to that those yesteryears or, or what we call the golden era of hip hop? Uh you know, th there's no single answer to that because there are clearly people, you know, that are too young or not yeah. interested. But um, I wouldn't have done what I did if I if it didn't seem to me that there was was a lot of interest in the the sort of the pre television years, you know, and the pre record. You know, I came I came in even though I mean I saw everybody. You know, but I came in during the record company years, you know, yeah. uh, and, and I, I, you know, it's it's jazzy, you know, I did. I have not seen any awards, you know, for an expression that you'll definitely remember for being a record man. OK, right. Yeah, right, exactly. this was a, this was definitely somebody <clears throat> important in the scheme of things. Right. <clears throat> That's right. pretty much you know, gone, gone the way of the cigar store Indian, but I'm, I'm a record man. If, if the, there is never an award for being a record man, you know, I know that the guys that I influenced me enjoy records, um, exactly. you know, you know, uh, Winley records, yeah. you, you know, even Sugar Hill. Um, yeah. I, I know how much they, you know, they matter to the, to the evolution of hip hop. Yeah. And they were hustlers, man. You guys were true hustlers. Just, just stayed in the in the record stores. Just stayed in the clubs. Just, the, you know, what I'm saying you had to have your ears to the to the streets to actually know. You know, what I'm saying like say to to sign a Spoonie G or a Cold Crush Brothers or those guys. You had to really have your your ears to the to the grind and, and know these these guys where they were performing, how they were impacting the audience. Because again, everything was just so condensed at the time, but you saw it bubbling and, and you knew it was, if it, it was going to, especially when it started, you know what I'm saying, going, because Jersey was, was was there, you know what I'm saying? But but then you had Philadelphia, and it, it started going, started going places, you know what I'm saying? And this is pre, they say, Fresh Fest. We didn't have any, any hip hop concerts, you know what I'm saying, prior to that. It was just this club, that club, that club, you know what I mean? So it, it really, you had to really grind. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, listen, really listen. Make it happen. Listen, you know, if you wanted to promote a hit hip hop record back back then around the boroughs, you practically had to learn how to roller skate. Because <laughs> so many of these joints, right? right. Were in old r skating rinks, man. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. The rooftop, the rink. Yeah, yeah. You, you, the United States. Yeah, yeah. Roosevelt, Roosevelt, skate ring. It, it, all, every, yeah, you did. You had to know how to skate because the skate ring was the place. Yeah, <laughs> you had that's to be true. Everywhere. That's true. <laughs> that so, so true. you know, it's like nobody really had a camera and stuff, shooting footage and stuff. But I, I, I got myself, you know, a good, good representation of how the music was back then. Mm -hmm. and, you know, you know, I'm kind of happy for that. Right, right, right. Okay, Aaron, I have a question also. Now, Tough City Records released influential artists like the legendary Spoonie G and Mark the 45 King. Can you share some memorable stories 
about working with these artists or any challenges that might have occurred at that time? Um, well, I made Russell Simmons mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was road managing uh, a Curtis Blow show. Okay. Okay. Uh, Curtis was opening up for The Clash. Okay. Yeah. And Russell hired me to do a swing through the Midwest. Uh, I'm I'm road managing for for Russell and Davies as DJ, uh, and Russell, uh, you know, was was uh, had him on a swing swing through the Midwest. Mm -hmm. So um, he was up, uh, opening up for the, for the Clash. So Curtis was kind of like sleeping late those days, you know. Right. Yes, that's, that's the only way I'll say it on the radio. I mean, he really was the architect of his own demise because, I mean, these rock magazines like Cream, they wanted to do a pinup on him and stuff. Yeah. He was a good looking cat. Yeah. Yes, anyway, yes. Shout out to Curtis. Anyway, um, so, but, you know, I had a lot of time to spend with Davey and he, he had these demos. I mean, these demos like that were masters and they were like, kind of R&B records um, like he, he was handling a secret weapon you know and a couple of other singers but 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 the band was so fat and funky and some of them had break beats and stuff yeah you know? so yeah. I had I had uh, I had um, already started Tough City and I was I was just roadieing for Russell because I respect mm -hmm. you know right right so so it was like, what's happening with these records? There's nothing, man. Russell doesn't want to do anything with them. And it's like, I'll put them out, man. I will put them out. And yeah. what happened was, uh, Rus I disrupted Russell's plans because Davey was originally supposed to have the spot that Jam Master Jay had, okay? Right. And and yeah. uh, and again, Davey's chops were so sharp, you know, that we, you know, uh, we just went, went to the races, man. You know, it was like, wow. um, uh, you know, when I got when I got my CBS deal, um, yeah, it was CBS like, yeah, you know, it was a hey man, you got to put out a scratch DJ record, you must, and it mm -hmm. turned out to be, you know, one for the treble, oh. one of the best of all time. Right, right. But, but then what happened? You know, Russell so, uh, and so Russell put JMS the J on for Run DMC's DJ, but he saw what he was worth and immediately um, snatched Davey back uh, to produce to produce Run DMC. Yeah. But, you know, uh, th that is, I, I had some influence on the way kind of history went then, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember all that I went down. Because if you listen to Soul Motivators, if you listen to Sucker MCs, Run actually say, Dave cut the record down to the bone. He don't say, he don't say Jay. He says Dave cut the record down. You got it. Uh, talking about D, talk, talking about Davey DMX. That's what you got it. And you know about. what? Yeah. You know what a different world it was, Jazzy. I got I got the license from Profile as a courtesy when Davey scratched that up on his record. Yeah. He, oh, cool. he cut up run you know the record one for the treble. One for the treble, right? Yeah. yeah. And he cut up the you know run saying and I. Dave cut the record down to the bone. Bone, yeah. I, I got the record as a courtesy. That's how small the business was. Yeah, exactly. Back then, yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> now, Aaron, you collaborated with producers like Molly Mall and Teddy Rally. You know, how did these partnerships impact the creative process and the final sound of the records? Um, 
I was on point as far as like my A&R chops in those days, okay? Uh -huh. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, when I was working with Marley, I, you know, it was like, I'd go over there with Spoonie and it was, it's like, hey, let's, let's take Spoonie swing beat, you know? And right. the, the Godfather was, hey, let's take Spoonie James Brown. And then, you know, all you had to do was give an instruction to Marley, who was brilliant, and he'd yes. take care of the rest. But yeah, right. I, I had, and then, you know, I was paying him off with, you know, a little bit of cash and records with breakbeats. Wow. So after I gave him Impeach, he, he flipped it as MC Shan's The Bridge. Right, right, right. right. So we all won. We, we all won. Right, shout out to Molly Ball. <laughs> yes, that was, that was genius. Oh man, he was he, he had a two-track studio in his in his sister's dining room in Queensbridge. Yeah. Living room in Queensbridge, man. Oh man. Yeah. I, business was small, it was young, it was indie. Yes. We yeah. were all making what it was stuff about. Uh, and fortunately, Jazzy, by by really um, not. Oh, how do I say this? At that time, you know, the majors were not coming around with tempting deals. Okay, right. right. So, uh, so I I was able to keep my stuff, and I I think that as a result, the sort of four album retrospective is is as broad as as any any man could could put together man you know right. in a way it worked out you know right right now now speaking of uh, of the four album uh selection uh collective of uh, of the body of work like what was the process are you like say selecting what songs you want to go on here what was that process like well it was a combination of you know was, was it a, a known name and was it you know like um something really really sweet that you know, I I knew was worth putting on. Okay, right. So, you know, while so the Scratch DJ record, you know, had had to have the you know sure things like the Marley Marl Scratch, uh, and da Davies one for the treble. Okay, it also includes a record called That's the Joint by AJ Scratch, who who uh, was Russ. Uh, no, he was Curtis Blow's DJ. Right, he was memorialized in that record, AJ. When he put the record out, it, he was called Cool DJ AJ. Right. Mm -hmm. And the only reason I, and it's a mother, what it's so like old school that he wasn't using records so that when he created the breakbeats, he had a funky band in there. Okay. Right. Nice. So this record's like worth a thousand dollars today, man. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's real, real. It's full of real funky drum breaks, man. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. each volume of the anniversary set focuses on different aspects of hip hop, from yes. solo MCs, MC groups, DJs, and female MCs. Why was it important for you to showcase the distinct elements of the genre? Like, what went into that process? Um, in, in each case, okay, I had enough for an album. Uh, Jazzy, you'll, you'll laugh. I wanted to do a human beatbox collection. Yeah. <laughs> there just wasn't enough of a maid, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I wanted, and then, and then I wanted maybe, and so, uh, I, just to let you know that I haven't gotten it out of my mind, maybe 
you know, in six months there'll be another two volumes. There, there was wow. another that there was another volume I also wanted to make about routines. Okay, right. yes, right. Uh, you know, uh, many of these things were limited to, you know, the cassettes that that um, that that was, were circulated, but a few of them were put on record, and you know, you can't get a true picture of how right. Know, Hey man, the the old old school shows had a, a little element of the Apollo, a little bit of yes, Vaud, vaudeville, yes, Funky yes. Fourth, Cold yes. Crush Brothers, yeah, yep. you know they all had routines in those days. Yeah, that's was right, great. right. I mean, it was like it was. Uh, I mean, when recording the Cold Crush, what was a trip because they were performance driven if you li listen to a record like fresh wild flying bone you know it's like it doesn't have that tight structure that you right. know, a two and a half minute record had it was like because they were creatures of routines right. you listen right. to this record you get the feeling of you listen to fresh wild flying bone punk rock rap you get the feeling of a routine right gone with the wind yeah exactly. i think i think the funky four we had kk rockwell um from the funky four and also rodney c early um when when the 50th hip-hop anniversary came in this year and they talked about even raheem from grandmaster flash who was originally with the funky four they talked about being the first group matter of fact raheem uh, talked about they were one of the first groups if not the first group who started routines because they looked at themselves like you know like you know they had singers as their their influences you right. know because they had the microphones um you know they talked about having four mics for four guys and they, they actually yep. did routines i've seen a show yep. that they did in harlem and that was the first time that i've ever seen a hip-hop group you know because it wasn't hip-hop groups out like that like when they were out and they did a routine and it, 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 they had yep. moves and everything which was phenomenal yeah, I mean, if you look at the Cold Crush, they were almost structured like the Temptations in a way. Yes. yes. Because Almighty KG, he he what you know he was there for his deep voice. He was right. like the Otis Williams of the group, you know. Right. Exactly. Yeah. They were very image conscious. You know, they 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 did they did not have what would become that sort of lean b boy look. They had right. the flair, the, even the wigs and stuff. Right. Yeah. So um, the leather suits, yeah. So there's certainly, certainly a part of history that this anniversary has definitely served to, yes. you know, bring forward and, you know, uh, uh, make us make us learn about and remember. Right, right. Yeah. Now, I, I want to talk about, you know, what I'm saying the future of things, you know, what I'm saying uh, looking forward, you know, what I'm saying far as um, what are what are um, the aspirations of of Tough City Records, like say, because um, I know you're putting out this collection. I mean, unfortunately, we lost Mark the 45 King this year, and you know he 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 made 900 number, which you put out, and it's like revolutionized what hip hop started to look like. And, you know, in, in fact, I just I just okayed it. I think for the um, I think it was the Grammy show. Uh, right. Yeah. I, I yeah. uh, they, they wanted it, and you know, right. you got it. You know, yeah, no yeah. contract, take it. He must be honored. Yeah. Uh, yes. Exactly. Yes, indeed. Yes, exactly. indeed. 
and, and that's what that's what I'm saying. Like I say, I know they're coming to your life saying, "Hey, man, we we just lost Mark the Forty Five King, and, and what can we use his 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 you know, especially nine hundred number? It's like yo, you cannot speak a Mark the Forty Five King without nine hundred number being somewhere." Hey, man, the- when when Jay Z said that that record meant more to hip hop than any entire album he ever exactly. made. Right. Yes. Like, boy, I looked upwards and said, "Thank you, whoever's up there. Thank you." <laughs> Time for me to get back to work. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's, the it, people know <laughs> it's been good because as much as I love the past, you know, you want to be you want to be contemporary. I I just licensed, um, uh, you know, a, a funky beat to Doja Cat. You know, right, right, okay. right. Okay. Could could I honestly say? that I had had every record she'd ever put out. No, but I, it, it, it's keeping me in the mix. And you yes, know, yes. Uh, you know, I, and Doja Cat use it well. She's a great artist. She's yeah. a good artist with a future. So yeah. why not leave, give those beats to the, to the ones that have a future, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then when you're somebody like her or Nas, the ones that can pay for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, you know it's funny, Aaron. You know, you know, Jazzy, Jazzy remembers when I used to try and and collect you know, twenty five twenty five dollar invoices yes. right, from right, his, right. his record store. And this guy, this guy was y'all go back like the Cadillac. Oh yeah, we do. Hey, listen, oh man, yeah, we do. If, if you if you urinated the way this guy paid, you'd have to see a doctor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of them like that, yo. It, Nick, Shirley, all of they all go oh, like that though, right? Oh, oh, <laughs> See, I meant to show you. Did just say? <laughs> and, and you know what's funny? You know what's funny? As rough as she was, I will never forget passing by that store and seeing four hatchback vehicles, one behind the other, and I knew which record company was being run out of that car. Okay. <laughs> I, I can remember three immediately. Yeah. Tania, Easy Street and World to World. Whoa. And then, and yes. then me. me yes. Four record companies run out of four cars. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it was back in the day. That was hip hop. This is what I'm saying, Soul Motivators. That was hip hop. The whole purpose of bringing pioneers on here on on morning coffee, so you understand what hip hop was truly about, the essence of it, and, and bringing Aaron on here, the early indie record company, someone that you know, saying the early stages of, of of how the machine became the machine. You know what I mean? Before, because the, again, the majors did not pay us no mind. They didn't. Right. Think, they thought it was going to last about two, three years. It was going to be on this way. But we knew, you know what I'm saying, Aaron? We knew <laughs> that where the potential lies and, and what it can it, it can turn into. And kept and everybody kept grinding. And that's the thing. We, we saw each other at the same parties, the same events, the same, you know what I'm saying? And we traded ideas. We tra- you know what I'm saying? That's, that's what Aaron was saying where... You know what I'm saying? Each each one, like say with profile records and yeah, David David D can use he can use the run uh, David cut the record down to the bone. Like say say for instance, the oh my god, that's from Dougie Fresh, uh the show. That comes from Tough City, the Cold Crust Brothers. Now, did did they have to pay for that, Aaron, or did you just give it to them? Uh you know, that's just been something that um I, I, you know it's it, it, 
you know, I stepped to him a couple of times and it's just, you know, I, I'm an indie today uh, in, in a major labels business. Right. And there's just, uh, I, I have not been able to keep everything, you know, uh, you know, you know something. I may uh, the Cold Crush could have made a couple of more bucks off that, but you know what? I got them an Apple commercial. Okay. Right. Oh, cool, cool. Uh, the, you oh, know, right. and, and when you and the and the kind kind of money you make for that, you know, I mean, it's right. very very substantial. So yeah, you know. because a lot of people don't know the Oh My God from Dougie Fest. Oh, that's right. Brothers, right. Oh yeah. my God. Yep. My yep. God. Mm-hmm. That's where it comes from, ladies. So so motivated. <laughs> come from the Cold Crush Brothers. You know what I'm saying? But that's the history. That's how close knit everything was back then. It's even like when I heard when I first heard um a Nas record, I know I can't, I know and I heard the beat. I I thought of you Aaron, I swear to God. I you know what I'm saying? I didn't even think of that the honey drippers in. I just thought of you. I was like, man, Aaron must be getting a nice payday from this. Well you you know you know you talk you talk you talk about close knit. Uh, yeah, I went to um the T and Bambada invited me to the T Connection in 1980. Mm-hmm. Okay, which was one of the most thrilling shows I've ever seen. Now, right. I yes. was already like, you know, it, it ain't nothing to thrills thrill you when you're like 17. You know, which is what happened to me <clears throat> when I saw Jackie Wilson at the Apollo in '63. You know, right. right? It just rocked my world. But I was already in my mid 30s when I saw. I saw Bambada at the Tea Connection in 1980, and it thrilled me like I was a teenager. Yeah, right. It, I it mean, did that back then. You know, you see these DJs with these little computer, pocket computers, with their music for the night. Uh-uh. Yeah. Bambada <laughs> had six dudes carrying crates Great. with him. I okay. used to be one of them. <laughs> I love it. I used to be one of them. If I, Jazzy, if I didn't know better, I thought they were coming to Rumble, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then you read your history and you realize they were a gang until they, yeah. you know? Yeah. Until they went Zulu musical. Nation all the way, man. Yeah, man. And Zulu Nation is, is, is all good. And the funny, I think I told this story before. Uh, at Bam in his house, that he had a room, not I mean wall to wall records, just yeah. wall to wall records, and you can mention a record, and he can he would just go to a certain like you just see number of records, but he can just pull the record right out, like he knew exactly where that record was, like he knew exactly where it was, like that was so incredible to me, like that's like how you do that, and I was like I got to be that guy, you know what I'm saying, but that's. That, that was well. They, they had to have that precision because they also exactly. had to, to uh, had to be able to eyeball exactly you know, where, where a break was on a piece of vinyl. Exactly, exactly, and that's what it was like. You know what I'm saying? And and, and that's that early that those days is, is. I'm so glad that I I lived it. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I'm so glad that I lived it and I got a chance to be on the business side of it too but I, I'm so glad I lived that portion of it where I watch it grow you know what I'm saying like yeah really just 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 blossom and, and be what it is you know what I'm saying we, we lost some of its essence you know what I'm saying but I I got a feeling that is gonna come back I got a feeling that this whole 50th anniversary is showing the younger generation you know what I'm saying that that where it comes from and i think they're all gonna reach out and say let me get a piece of that let me get a piece of that and, and like you said 
Doja Cat want to sample something that one of the one of the beats from from one of your early records and stuff like that. To me, that's that reach. That's that reach in. That's that going back to say, hey man, I can. This is this hip hop wants to 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 have its essence again. Wants to relive it in the sense of the music will relive the experience. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, I, I love it. So I definitely love it. So, so Aaron, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? As someone that that's, that's been like saying the forefront of hip hop industry, you know, what I'm saying for decades, you know, what I'm saying, um, what advice now would you give? They say for for those that are inspiring artists or entrepreneurs that look at the because I heard Leo Cohen say, you know, in, in the interview. Uh, about a year ago He said hey, The music industry Is wide open All over again You know what I mean Because of the internet Because of those You know what I'm saying um, What would advice Would you give someone That wants to, to To break through And break in Do what Leo Cohen did Seriously You know what's funny what it's fun. You know what's funny It's funny because He had What nobody else had He had a business back And he loved hip hop and he had a business background, so right. that's what worked for him. Right, yeah. right. And, and what you what you do is you you have to find your strength and right. play to it. Right. You know, if, if, if you are play poetic, to your strengths. Yes. You know, I mean, you certainly have to, you know, work on your weaknesses and stuff. But you know, you have to work in, you know, we know what, what your strengths are and right. play to them. Play to them. Right. And, your strengths and, is what break you out and and play into your weakness to keep you relevant, keep you yeah. longevity. Exactly. Exactly. And, and then, you know, to, for longevity, just you, you gotta you gotta stay at it. You gotta stay stay at, at yeah, it. stay changing with the times. You know, like some of the artists, you know, stay stay relevant over time. Like look a Method Man, LL. Like some of these artists, you know, are have been making songs decade after decade. Yeah, and, and I see things come for a circle, just the same. You know, so I, I, I see how things are just coming for a circle and, and, and how that people are paying attention. Or Well, that's the other thing. you got to listen to guys like me and Jazzy who've been around. Right. Even, even back in the back in the day, I was able to, to make a long bet on hip hop because right. I knew my history, history of American music. And I knew right. that every other innovative music that that had come from black folks was ridiculed when it came out it was mm -hmm. felt, you know at, you know like the uh, nick was selling so much doo-wop you know so, yeah. somebody so many years after its prime you know right. I, right. I just felt what you, if you you speak to people who have a little bit more perspective than you you know right it's, right it's, Exactly. So, so Aaron, I want you to give our soul motivators. Tell them about the the four uh, record set, how they can get it, um, where it's available, and everything like that. So, you know, so they can all you know get down with it. All right. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I would say go to your local retailer, uh, but you know, if that is <laughs> yeah, too difficult, <laughs> just just write us at at toughcity.com, t u f f c i t y. And, and we'll we'll be able to you know uh, we have uh, you know a sales division and you know we sell, we sell stuff straight out of the label. Believe me, Jazzy. Uh, That's great. After you have made a licensing deal, you know, after yeah. you think a a uh, you know uh, you know a, you've got the nine hundred number, you know, uh, in a Jersey Mike's commercial, or you got 
you know, a, a cold crush Apple commercial. Right. You know, it, it's it's much easier money than, than the record business. But <laughs> if, rec- if records are part of who you are, you stay. <laughs> I am. You know, I'm staying at it, and you know, uh, yeah. we have a whole lot of old school vinyl you can you can get from us directly at at uh, www.toughcity.com. Cool, cool. Hey, Aaron. Aaron, really quick. Speaking of the cold yeah. crush, um, I recently had a conversation with Grandmaster Cash. I know that's your, you know your your old artist group. Um, are you you know the musicians union local 802 one of the biggest unions in music yeah. in New York City are uh, now offering hip hop artists DJs and the uh, MC to join the union because you know it is they're talking about getting a hip hop alliance I know Nas has started some stuff and I was speaking with Grandmaster Cash and um you know I'm gonna speak with him and his wife uh, uh, his wife who was his manager. Um, they're interested in getting information about how can they join the union. So um, what do you think about hip hop artists uh, having representation, union representation, you know, after the writers, the basketball players, everybody has union representation overall. Do you think it's something that is great for them to get into? Like, what are, you, what are your thoughts? I, I am going to an- answer your last question with the, with the answer, okay? Because I, I don't know the answer to that. But by mentioning Grandmaster Kaz's name, you mention somebody who, whose um, career should be a, a role, a, an example. At, right. Because what, what he did, he bent history to his narrative. Right. But 20 years, any time he was interviewed, you know, he said, I wrote Big Bank Hank's rhymes. Mm-hmm. You know, right. it yeah. rappers delight. Right. And, and he sent so many people back to that record. And and when you hear Hank go, they call me Casanova. Right. Which is what Cass is short for. They realized how great he it how much greatness right. was due to him. And yeah. now he's yeah. he's getting the acclaim. And he also just released the book written with all his lyrics in there, or you know, even that rhyme from Grandmaster, Ke- I mean, uh, Big Bang Hank is in there, um, his new book. Yeah, 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 he's got a, a little, I guess a shop where he's selling t-shirts and stuff. But I think, I think you know, um, that kind of persistence, you know, and that kind of, you know, staying at it, uh, you know, it, it just, I don't know, I, I guess right. they say a lie uh, spreads faster than the truth, but, you know, he finally, you know, co- caught up and you know yeah. he's getting his it is just too yeah shout out to grandmaster cat yeah, yeah. I, I i love it though aaron i love that that's what that's like i said everything's becoming full circle now yeah i love it i i love that that's happening and that's why we here on the morning coffee we we're paying homage to the pioneers because it's that time now and, and you know what I'm saying from the 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 the, the early artists the 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 record stores, uh, the 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 indie record companies, they all the 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 independent radio stations, they all play such a integral part of hip hop being that hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Staying strong. You know what I'm saying? Even those clubs that 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 play, hip, you know what I'm saying? That was dedicated to hip hop. You know what I'm saying? The Harlem World, uh, the Rooftop, Broadway International, Latin Quarters. Union Square, you know, say even in Jersey, sensations. I mean, 
these places were dedicated to hip hop. You know what I mean? And yeah. and without without that, I don't think hip hop would have lasted. You know what I mean? So it's 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 all good. And it's those who you know, guys like y'all that believed in it enough to really like, to grind. <laughs> you know what I mean? To really grind because it was a grind back then, a real serious grind. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> we're, yeah, I mean, it, it's we we're. There's a lot of rose-colored glasses to look at it through. So much that was wonderful, but you know, I mean, it did. It, it, there were very difficult parts of it. You know, yes. just getting getting pay. And, you know, uh, some of the people at radio stations, you know, like Magic, weren't very nice. You know, and it, right. it was like you, you know, you would hear. You know, you may. Here comes Aaron. Yeah, I just I think it's maybe Fred Bugs. Here comes here comes Aaron Fuchs begging for some airport. Yeah, I mean it was all yeah. But I think at the end I'm I'm, I'm a happy camper and I'm glad to be talking to a fellow survivor. Cheryl, you just got to forgive me. Here's another memory for you, Jazzy. Okay. Yeah. The wall at Music Factory with Fat Stanley on a Stanley, stool. Uh, yes, yes. I forgot the Music Factory. I, I didn't mention them. Yes. yes. You, could, you could break a record if you had your record in the right part of that wall. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yep. And Stanley knew everything about hip-hop records, man, that Music Factory. I forgot all about that. I mean, you, you, you're so you know, right. You know, it's funny. I remember... Um, you know, at one point there was on that wall there was a picture of him and Easy E. Yeah. And and it, it you know that store really changed hip hop because like the whole West Coast before they sort of uh, you know developed their own distinct sound, mm-hmm. they were we looked at them as lagging. You know, they were still yes. you know doing yeah. all that fast electro. And trust me, when they came to the New Music Seminar in '82, you know. Yeah. Went and mm-hmm. scooped up real New York music, you know. You yeah. and I, I'll never forget that photo with Stan and Easy E back there. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just anyway, you know what? Yeah. I, 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 I I'm supposed to sell my records, and I'm going to wind up reminiscing with you all, all evening. So <laughs> stop me. It's all good though. It is. Hey, I, I'm so good, man, that you came on the morning coffee, man, and I appreciate you. We get, you know, you and I can chop it up for days. You know, Aaron and I used to go to the Nick games together and all that stuff, man, and hang out. So it's, it's, it, you know, like I said, we go back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So again, I'm so appreciative you coming on the morning coffee, Aaron, and and um, DJ Nelson, the maestro, he's itching for a scratch, so he's gonna get into everything tough city records are he's used to digging in the crates so so motivated i'm saying you'll turn your boom boxes up the dj nelson the maestro he's gonna go in you're gonna hear tough city records stuff and, and it's it is purest and it's finest i know you heard some of this stuff before but yo nelson's about to do his thing again aaron i thank you i thank you i thank you man thank you aaron <laughs> I, I, I thank both of you. You're a terrific team, and thank you for having me. Thank yes. you. Ooh. Hey. All right, Nelson, let's get into this Tough City stuff. Start it out with 900 number. Let's start it out with 900 number. Let's not play around, bro. All right? So, yo, Nelson, yo. you ready? Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's go. The Morning Coffee Crew is in the building. Is in the building. Your hands, everybody! 
and everybody just clap your hands. I'm fine, girls, clap your hands. I'm fine, guys, clap your hands. Well, if you're feeling all right and you think you're on, somebody let me know. Will everybody in the place put a whistle in your face? Scream it out and say, yo, This is Aaron Fuchs of Tough City Records, and I'm jamming for the Mashup King, DJ Nelson the Maestro, Block Party Mix, on the morning coffee with the motivator, Jazzy G, featuring Cheryl Is a plague, deadly as hell, it'll kill like AIDS. I'll rage upon the stage into a rampage, guaranteed to get paid. Style I use is real and different, everlasting all my rhymes and infinite lyrics are raw. If your back is sore, I'll soothe your muscles like liniment. Cause I'm not your ordinary rapper. I could be humorous, cause some laughter, then again, I could be serious, make you curious. Cause you know, I have to get quite busy, then get busier. Only time I do this is when Mark give me a Beat to kick this death-defying beat, which is lyric. So I'm a true linear answer. I can jam to get stupid. Mark to the beat, and then he looped it, made it death. A fresh concept. Keep in step. Make sure you don't lose it, yo. I can't even tell you, the posse is taking charge of 45 can't kick in the B.O. The posse is large, I'm telling you, we real large in the place 88, play the unit with my man DJ C. Justice and the 45 King, yeah Peace, peace, peace DJ Nelson the Maestro, Block Party Mashup Y'all heard? This is when it gets worse Them shit niggas, they quick to disperse first The grand P.O. paralyzed and pumped with these Forget they platinum, I treat them all like rookies Line them up, knock them down like rolling pins uh, You thought we were dead, you stupid, here, here I go again. again Plus I got peace from Vernon to 12th Street My man Nas, Kamikaze, and Mob Deep The killer kids, ACDC, and Hostile Niggas, I'm annoyed and the twins going buck wow Can't forget Cormega, he's locked down My man Pop, the Queensbridge family School balls out at home, going up the industry. And one love to all my peeps doing time. Said it, come on, come on. Said it one time. Said it, come on, come on. Said it two times. Said it, come on, come on. Said it three times. Yeah. Said it, come on, come on. Said it. Just a little sample of how I wax. PVT is trying to diss. We know that they're on it. Every time we make a record, they get disappointed. Nobody said hip hop started out as a bridge. But you diss all the kids. Now we know how you live. You're trying to get paid talking about my town. When I battle you, punk, I'ma beat you down. Beat you down. Beat you down. Beat 
That old man again running around with those young girls. Man, if he only knew how he looked, he looked just like a fool. You give her all your money and all your time, and at the end of the week, you ain't got one dime to spend. You say you love her, she makes you feel young, but this only proves one thing that you's a dumb, dumb. He's just a number, but give me a break. She's only 16, and you're 68. Mistake, and plus you're married to death do us part. So now you see a young lady, you ready to start flirting. Keep late hours at home and on the telephone, talking to the girl while you think she's alone, but she's not. She's with another guy. Nippy, nippy, do you die? She said, This is my friend. You said, Hi, you doing? Wait, wait, just a fool, but you's an old fool. 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 An old fool. You ain't just the fool. But you was an old fool. Morning fool, coffee fool, never fool, tasted fool. this good. This good. This good. We're celebrating 50 years of hip hop. Well, my name is Roxanne. I don't you know? I just a cold rocker party and I do this show. I said I met these three guys and you know it's true. And let me tell you and explain them all to you. I met this dude with the name of a hat. I didn't even walk away. I didn't give him no rap. But then he got real mad. And he got a little tired. If he worked for me, you know he would be fine. He wears a Kango and that is cute. But he ain't got the money and he ain't got the loot. And every time that I see him, he's always a begging. And all the other girls that he's always trying to leg it. Every time that I see him, he says, oh, you see, compared to me, it's weak compared to mine. Every time that I know that I am saying something fresher in any category, I'm considered the best. And every time that I say it, there ain't nothing less. And everybody knows I will win the contest. And after that, came the educated rapper. His fingers start to snap and my hands start to clap. But every time that I see him, everything he say He rockin' to the beater and he comes to this way He said, oh, yeah, you know your mother's Her name is Mary And from what I heard, the father is a fairy But uh, every time I see him, he's saying something new But let me explain to him what he should do He should be like me, a fly MC Don't never have to bite, we'll always write I have the freshest rhyme that I do recite And after that, and you know it's true But let me tell you something else about the doctor too He ain't really cute and he ain't great He don't even know how to operate He came up to me with some crabbish rap But let me tell you something, don't you know it was whack So when he came up to me, I told him to step back He said, you call yourself an MC I said, this is true He said, explain to me really what MCs must be Said, I listen very close, cause I don't say this every day My name is Roxanne, and they call me Shante But every time that I say I rhyme, I just like a disser It ain't nothing you MCs when I miss them You can't go if you think you cute, you think it's alright That's why you said it in a language so y'all wouldn't have to bite You started sucking big Latin, didn't make no sense You thought you was cute, yeah, you thought you was a prince You're walking down the block cause I'm the one you're gonna clock And everybody knows that's your all on my yacht I'm just a devastating, always rockin', always have the fly that's pocket Everybody knows it's me, the R-O-X-A-N-N-E Everyone knows I am fresh to any player, go be best Every time I start to write it, everyone is a number Every time I do it, yeah, you know it is a mirror 
Get on the beat as you can see. So they get You know what you can do. Let me tell y'all one for me, and then I tell y'all one for you. Let me time you say a rhyme, just a like a this. It ain't nothing that I don't want to miss up. And if you think it's right and I bite in your beat, well then you just better know and listen to me. Because my name is Roxana and I came to say I rock into the beat and I do it this way. Why'd you have to make a record about me? The R-O-X-A-N-N-E. A fucking beat, y'all. And then you rock and roll, and then you roll and rock, and then you rock to the beat. They just don't want you to stop, cause I'm the S to the B, double O and Y. The one MC who you can't deny. Cause I'm the baby maker, I'm the woman taker, I'm the corn fussing lover. The heartbreak, once a come on, fly girl, two, four, die. Cause I'm MC's only G1 rock. Uh, yes, yes, y'all. A freak, freak, y'all. A fucking beat, y'all. And then you rock and roll, and then you roll and rock, and then you rock to the beat. They just want you to stop, cause I'm the S to the B, double O in the Y. The one MC who you can't deny. Uh, yes, yes, y'all. A freak, freak, y'all. A fucking beat, y'all. And then you rock and roll, and then you roll and rock, and then you rock to the beat. They just want you to stop, cause I'm the S to the B, double O in the Y. The one MC who you can't deny. Woman taker, I'm the cold person lover, the heartbreaker. So come on, fly girls, and please don't stop. Cause I'm MC's Spoonie G1 and hit the top of young ladies. A rock on. Say I was driving down the street on a stormy night. To say up ahead, there was a terrible fight. There was a big fine lady, she was crossing the street. She had a box with the disco beat. I saw her hit my brakes, but I'm not all there. I missed a young lady, but only a hit. And then I took a meal, look, I said, Lottie Dottie. A big fine girl, she had a hell of a Body, then she looked at me and then she started switching So I took on my key out of the ignition Got out the car and kept my mouth shut Cause my 2020 vision was right on the butt I caught up with her, I said you look so fine I swear to God I wish you was mine She said hey boy you're Spoonie G That's right honey how do you know me She said Spoonie G you're all the same And everybody who disco I know your name I said come on baby it's not too far We're gonna take a little walk to my car Then we got to the car, then we sat in the seat And then the box was rocking to the fucking beat And then I looked at her and pushed the seat back Turned off a box and put on my A-track And then I started rapping without no pause Cause my mind was just getting in those joints And then I got in the straw, we started doing to the beat And started doing like this, started doing the freak Oh yeah, shit, y'all, a freak, freak, y'all Cause I'm from C, Spoonie G I wanna be known as a mental politician of a microphone Cause I'm a man's friend and I'm a woman's pet And I'm known as The man's joy, and I'm a man who fights on the microphone, and who all the people enjoy, y'all. I get shit, y'all. A freak, freak, y'all. It don't stop. I keep on. Say I was breaking in a freaking at a disco place. I met a fine girl, she had a pretty face, and then she took me home. You say the very same night, the girl was on, and she was out of sight. But then I got the girl for three hours straight. I put a head to go to work, so I couldn't be late. I said, Where's the man? She said, He's in jail. I said, Come on, baby. Cause it's telling the tip Cause if it comes at me And then it wants to fight See I'ma get the man good And I'ma get him right See I'ma roll my barrel And keep the bullets still And when I shoot my shot I'm gonna shoot the kid Cause I'm a spoonie spoon That don't mess around I top a man we stand But it in the grass We take a hat We're gonna France Say the Germany You couldn't pay Yeah that man Try to mess with me Cause I'm a smooth talker I'm the midnight stalker I'm an image of the man They call it J.D. Walker If you're gonna be my girl Just come along And just clap your hands Until my phone I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't gamble, these little 
people call me a woman pleaser Cause I keep the phone numbers on the shelf I go to make a love and then I keep it to myself Cause no one's gonna know what I'm doing and you Just listen brother, you know your mother father to a take that job And don't stop, 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 stop This is Aaron Fuchs of Tough City Records, and you are listening to The Morning Coffee with the motivator, Jazzy G, featuring Cheryl Starr. I got a plan, some sort of strategy. Hold my calls and get in touch with ESD. Give them the message, give them a red alert. Tell them I need them, tell them it's time to work. Tell them I'm home. Thinking of my profits, going out in the world to teach knowledge to the brothers and sisters that don't know about the mother, about the right way to go. Stop them from selling out. Teach them what pride is all about. Go out and tell them it's time to take a stand. And YZ is working. Thinking of a master. I'm thinking of a master. We is thinking they think master. I'm thinking of a master plan. DJ Nelson the Maestro, Party Mashup. Y'all heard? Hello? Hey, baby, I'm on the way right now, okay? Okay, I'll be waiting for you. Okay, bye. Bye. It's coming, girl, don't be surprised. It's gonna make your nature rise. Whether you're mean or if you're sweet, this she won't resist. Soul, it's good as gold. You can feel the way deep down in your soul. It's a funky sound. It's worried now. So come on, girl, let's get on down. Gotta do it right the weather day or night. You gotta rock to the beat with all your might. The moment has come for you to meet. Whatever makes your body move, it's the big beat. Now come on, just move your body. Shake. Come on, move your body, twist. I just move your body, this shake and twist. But allow me to ask you this. Do you like it in the morning? Yeah! Late at night? 
Yeah! Well, you know what you do, baby, when I'm through it. I make everything alright. Now, is it funky? Yeah! Think it's bad? Yeah! Is it good enough for you? That's right, girl, the best you ever had. If you're standing up, sit down. If you're sitting down, stand up. Stand up. Stand up. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. See, hey, thank stop. You, thank you. Yes, Nelson know how to go in. You know what I'm saying? Took it back. Took it in. back. Classic. That's back. how you pay homage. You know Classic. Back. And you see how Tough City Records has so much dope stuff. Hey man, it has so right. much stuff. You know what I'm saying? And, and and Aaron has licensing on a lot of things. So Nelson played all that stuff too. So it's all good, man. Nelson, you the man. So Nelson, good, so a, good. He, Thank he, you. he makes Thank it. You, my brother. He makes it his own. <laughs> that's what I love about it. And that's what people were saying too. That would write in. They were saying how Nelson makes things his own. That's why I tell y'all, crown him now. Cause he's the mashup king. He's the king. All right, he's the king, y'all. <laughs> that's how it goes down. Hey, let the king know he's the king. All right, hit us up, email us info at morningcoffee.chat. Info at morningcoffee.chat. That's info at morningcoffee.chat. Let Nelson know, you know what I'm saying, that he's the maestro and uh, he's the king. All right, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? 
I just want to, I just want to, the, the profit, you know what I'm saying? Aaron Fuse, you know what I'm saying? Tough City Records and everything at that star. Cause, you know, again, Aaron and I go back. So some of the, he, he, he'd go on and talk about some things. But, you know what I'm saying? So we had to reel him in a little bit. So he, yeah, yeah. He, yeah you know what I'm saying? So, it, cause, cause again, we known each other like 40 years, man. You know what I'm saying? And, right. and maybe longer. It had to be look because when I met Aaron, I I was a teenager. You know what I mean? So yeah, so we have to know each other at least forty years plus. You know, right, what I mean? right, yeah, all good. You know what I'm saying? So and, and like I said, things come so full circle now, and that's the portion that I love about hip hop and today's hip hop, the full circle. You got what I'm saying? Yes. Because got away from the essence of hip hop. You know what I mean? And and I knew that was gonna happen because going from, you know, it's it's international, you know what I mean? So state to state, region to region, you know what I'm saying, country to country, you know what I mean, continent to continent. We knew it it, it wasn't gonna have all of its essence to it, but you wanted the majority of its essence to happen. Now I'm celebrating fifty years of hip hop, they can see that the the essence of hip hop and hear those stories, yes, hear the sound, yes. and that's why we want to bring Soul Motivators, the pioneers, on here. That's the that's the reason why the the, the pioneers, the early start, the, the ones that made this really really happen, make it really go. You know what I'm saying so y'all can understand that because you know Soul Motivators, y'all of age, y'all know the deal. You know what I'm saying? Y'all was around, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. So yeah, you can tell your children, your grandchildren. You know what I'm saying? How how things were and those didn't come from New York where things started. You know what I'm saying? Like the Bronx, like Harlem, like Brooklyn, Queens. You know what I mean? Even Staten Island. We have you know what I'm saying Stevie D on here and everything, man. The Frost MDs slash Frost MCs made a difference. You know what I mean? So yeah, all those yeah. yeah, all those elements played a, a, a interesting part of hip hop. Made hip hop really be that what Grandmaster Cass said, you know what I'm saying? It didn't invent anything, it reinvented everything. And that's hip hop, you know what I mean? So that's that's what I love about that. And having Aaron on here just kind of made it full circle, you know what I mean? So it was all good, you know? But stop. Yep, yep. Let's let's get let's let's get in, in, into some thoughts of wisdom, okay? Let's get into your thoughts of wisdom because I know you got some juicy thoughts of wisdom today. You know what I'm saying? So we gonna make, you know what I'm saying? Because I know you got some thought provoking uh, thoughts of wisdom today. Matter of fact, I'm gonna put <laughs> pressure on you, star. I'm put the pressure on you. <laughs> what we come up with? <laughs> it's all good. So so motivated. I want you to grab your paper and your pen. Cause Cheryl Star's about to go in with today's thoughts of wisdom. It's time for your thoughts of wisdom with Cheryl Star. Thank you, Jazzy G. So motivators, today's thoughts of wisdom. The best thing about memories is the part that you played in it. Now, what I say, soul motivators, is that memories is what drive us to create more, to keep things that we could talk about. It's nothing like being able to share something that made you smile or share something that you were a part of from the start and even share something that keeps it alive that keeps it alive because memories actually keep things alive whether you know it was a time in our lives whether it was a song that we heard whether it was a person that was in our lives when we reinvent the memories meaning keep them alive and share stories 
that is the whole purpose of making those memories memorable. So I want y'all to marinate on that soul motivators because the memories are also a part of our legacy. You know what I'm saying? So I'll say it one more time. The best thing about memories is the part that you played in it. Then you can tell your kids, your grandkids, and those are stories that carry through your family for a lifetime. Back to you, Jazzy G. Follow Cheryl Star's Thoughts of Wisdom on Facebook. Thank you, Cheryl Star, for today's Thoughts of Wisdom. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's so true what you say about that because, again, just reminiscing. You right. And having wanted to tell some more stories, you can tell. Right. Yeah, a lot of them. I mean, 40 <laughs> years and, you know. Man, it's a lot of stuff that went down. All the artists that he worked with. Oh, my know? God. And I forgot about because the records, like I said, record store space is an integral part of hip hop. Right. Right. All about Stanley, man. Man, peace be upon him. That music factory, man, was like the spot, and and that's the day so hip hop. And this, and the funny thing, so motivated. We talk about about Stanley. To see Stanley, y'all would get with <laughs> You see this 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 fat, bald head, white guy, <laughs> middle aged white guy. Right, right. But think he knows nothing about hip hop. Right. <laughs> records. This guy knew it all. You know what I'm saying? Stanley knew it all. And again, just like Aaron said, where he placed your record on the wall in Music Factory, right. that's how it's sold. And you right. wanted to get your place. You know what I'm saying? You right. wanted to get your place. It's almost like having rotation on the radio. Because remember, at that time, it wasn't a lot of radio play for a lot of these rap records. It was, you know, what I'm saying you may have you had Mr. Magic, you had Red Alert, you had Chuck Chill Out. Then you had us on, you know, Hank, Hank Love and DNA. You know, what I'm saying with the with the the with the, uh, uh, with the uh, Jam Crew on on, on um, WNWK. You know, what I'm saying you had Teddy Ted and and, and Special K. You know, what I'm saying the awesome too. You know, what I'm saying it wasn't a lot of us. You know, even the Supreme Team. These are the these are the people you listen to, you mm-hmm. know, that played the hip hop that was dedicated playing the hip hop, and you listen to these songs, and then you went to like a music factory, and you may have even know the song, but you you have your little tape, <laughs> and you're playing for Stanley, and go, oh, I know what that is, and he get it for you. So when you was a when you was a rapper, you wanted to make sure your record was right where it's supposed to be. You know what I mean? Right. And, right. and, and you know one thing that he said, Jazzy G, that I just want to reiterate because I talked about this when I mentioned uh, with with Benzino said, you know, yeah. if we want to celebrate the entire essence of hip hop in its fifty years, and you know. The, the things that transpired through hip hop because we talk about the fashion you know we mentioned the fubu the dappy dance and you know stuff like that we talk about you know of course the MCs the DJs but we have not said a lot about the hip hop shows like Yo MTV Raps right. you know um, Rap City in the Basement Fab Five Freddy you know things that kind of showed hip hop you know don't forget about Video Music Box that's Video music video box. Music box is where it started. Right. Man. Video you music know, box. Right. Video, All of those things. Video music box was it. I mean, right. It it, it, right. Man, it was such a, a a big portion of hip hop being hip hop. Because again, you're talking now the video era. You know, you get it right. Up. Right. And that's why I said we could capture 
right. everything because he mentioned uh, the record companies and the in the record st- you know the record stores. You know, you you were a part of the record store yeah, uh, foundation, of, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. and and even to add, you know, like the studios. That's why you know I want to you know the 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 Harlem Pride Studio, but all the studios that were a part of these hits there's a bunch of stories out there and you know maybe you know this upcoming year because we're not gonna stop celebrating 50 years of hip-hop it's basically 50 years and now what's to come after you know they still got the museum the hip-hop museum that they working on so you know i agree with benzino about you know let's talk about some of the stuff that started because you know we didn't you know people are not saying it so you know if we can get you know i, w- I want to work on getting some of the magazine people here that you right, know like exactly. uh want exactly. to get some of the video music boss like ralph right. mcdaniels exactly. you know we want to try to right. have shows where we can get some of those you know uh pioneers of the the shows that presented right. the artists yeah. and gave them exactly. a bigger platform bring van silk on here that that actually gave a his shows were like monumental and, and he was a, a, a promoter from back in the day and he gave one of the first female hip-hop shows that was all female at the apollo theater it was, mm-hmm. it was bomb you know what i'm saying right. so, people like van said we got to have him on here and, right and, and talk about all that i mean we planning to do all of those things. right because everybody so, put almost, some type of contribution ready. you know yeah. that made it worldwide and made yes. it where it is yes. hey everybody exactly. everybody should be celebrated on their contribution of course yeah. the pioneers should be the you know recognized for starting it but let's right. talk about it how we got to the 50 years and everybody that played a role in getting it and i really want you know like you said we talk about the funky four story being brought to life hopefully somebody will make that story but we also got to talk about harlem pride the the studio in the heart of harlem that a lot of these hip-hop artists uh came came through and did sessions there yeah we did something nobody else was doing at the time you know what i'm saying so we kind of like did something in the golden era of hip hop. Right, okay. right. And it's all a part of the era. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Absolutely. Like, you yeah. know? Those stories have to be told. Yeah, it play a part. And it play a big part because again, you know, if you if you know the different artists that actually recorded in the Harlem Pride, it would blow your mind. Right. You know what I'm saying? It would blow right. your mind. Absolutely. <laughs> the people that came Absolutely. through that recorded it there. It, you know what I'm saying? Because again, when people saw it, they was like, wow. Like, even my mother, like, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I used to borrow things from like, even my mother had like this vacuum cleaner that can, can spray paint. Mm-hmm. Like, I borrowed it. She kept bothering me. When you gonna bring back, God, bring back my vacuum cleaner. <laughs> that, that doggone studio, that doggone studio, you know what I'm saying? But when my mother saw the studio, she was so impressed. She was like, she, right. she told all the family, she was like, oh, you got to see the studio. You got to see the studio. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it, it, it's, it was like a, a, a different world. You know what I'm saying? I remember my uncle saw it, you know what I'm saying, for the first time he came there. But it's, they, it, it's like the vision, you know what I'm saying? And, and the funny thing is, and, and we talk about visions all the time and how people have to really go for their vision. Because just imagine, because Rev, People don't even understand how that studio came about. 
Right. So right. Dev had this vision of a studio. He he literally had it in his house. Well, we started in the house. In right. his house. Yeah. Right. In his right. house. He had a wife and four kids. My night. Right, but so that's how we grew up. Hanging out in his house. You know what I'm saying? Right, Late but that's night. how that's that's what I'm saying. The beginning of that, like that right. idea, you know it's because my father had his band. We had music. He had his mics in the house. We had a studio, not a studio, but the way Rev did it in his house is the same thing that my dad did. He had right. all of the eight track things, right. all the things right. and we used to record in the right. house. And, and then us. you know, so that that was we saw that growing up, right. and so that was easy that for Rev to see it, right? Right. That vision, and then have three guys with you that have that vision with you. It's that that's it doesn't happen like that all the time, right? You know, right. But Nate says, but the four of us was like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I we remember like, when we recorded yeah. when we first started rapping? We recorded in Rev's house, like when we first started trying to be a group. You know, right. because before Shovel Star, I was business. We was business before Pleasure, and we was singing, and um, and I went solo on them because they didn't want to come to the studio. <laughs> they wanted to go out on the date instead. You know. <laughs> but remember, I remember. When was, I remember. Mm-hmm. Remember we had it in his house though, right? Now, now let me tell y'all this story. It's so motivating because the business before Pleasure. Okay, so now. Uh, there was no, there was no, no recording booth, so it was like a blanket. So, so Rev had this blanket put up. So I remember, and and, and we had like you guys singing. Remember, you did the background. I forget who y'all was doing the background for. So it was like you, Julian, are y'all behind the blanket and singing? No, it's me, Harry, Camilla, and Alfred Whitley's sister. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so behind the blanket, singing as as a booth. You know what I'm saying? I mean, how mainstream can you get? But that's right. the activity. But you have to start where you are. So more right, right. That's my point. Start where you are, man, and just keep going. And just keep going. And it got to a point where we kept going and kept building. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So it, I remember when Harlem Pride, you know, when, when Rev did get the studio up and running, um, I, I had I was recording a song that Bob uh, did for me. It, yeah, it, it, I, it was called... Um, um, dial the wrong number. Some one of them songs that Bob did, did the beat. So at that time, the union was trying to recruit me. I was working at Holiday Inn, and they we were trying to get the union in Holiday Inn, and they they couldn't catch up with me because I used to go to the studio late at night. I used to go to work, and then I was going to college. Then and then after college, I would come to the studio and and spend time in the studio like from like nine to about one in the morning yeah, yeah, and yeah. they caught me at the studio because i had you know told people oh they want to catch me but do you know they they came to the studio one day and this is a story that they sat there you know by revving them had me behind the booth and you know how you got to go over and over with the song and blah 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 yeah and um i i did this i did this song for about three or four hours and they stayed and listened to the whole song oh, and when what? i finished and came out of the booth they knew the song they was like, oh, and this was white girl. It was a couple of black girls, but it was like three white girls because yeah. they were they were head of the union at the time. Yeah, and yeah. it was like a couple of black, and they was like, oh my god, this song is awesome, and 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 they was really fanning out. And yeah. and by the time I got out of the booth, they was like, oh, we'll talk to you about the union stuff another time. We enjoyed ourselves, <laughs> and they was supposed to come there to recruit me to the union. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. That's how it is, and and that's what makes you know what I'm saying. That's what makes this special. That's what makes what we do special. That because Cheryl and I, 
we we understand it and and that's why when i talk about tenacity and i and i talk about vision you know what I'm saying and taking action make whatever changes you know what I'm saying standing in your truth being of service the reason why I speak of those things is because of my experience because you know what I'm saying going places being around people seeing the ups and downs seeing how something like hip hop being a baby and growing and then all of us growing with it you know what I'm saying and just like Aaron was talking about right NWA and all them came to New York to uh, the new music seminar, it changed their whole scope. You know what I'm right. saying? So right. The way they were making music. Because they got to see it. Yeah. Right. The way they were making music prior to the new music seminar and then how they made music after the new music seminar. Right. And right. That's what y'all see that NWA. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. Oh, Lee's straight out of Compton. That's right. where that come from. That come from being around the the, the essence and the, and the right. true element of hip hip hop. You know what I mean? And that's what it'll do for you. You know, yes. that's what it'll do yes. for you. Yes. And I, I remember it like it was yesterday. You know what I'm saying? And that's what makes it so so beautiful. I remember talking on the phone with Easy E all the time. And then when we first met each other for the first time, they say could we always talked on the phone. And then when we first actually met each other, it was funny. Mm -hmm. Because he heard me talking, because we never saw each other, because I could recognize him, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, the stuff. But he recognized my voice. Right, <laughs> right. Jesse E. And I was like, and I saw him, and I was like, oh, is that easy E? Right. It was just that type of connection, because we talked on the phone all the time. So my voice is my voice, you know what I'm saying? But that's th little things like that that happened in hip hop is the stuff that I love to capture. You know what I'm saying? Right. Talk about because it makes it those little things make what it is. That as Aaron was talking about, Davy DMX making one for the trouble. And, mm -hmm. and and Russell not paying attention to that. Right. You know because again, Davy DMX was the original DJ of running the MC. Was like right. no. You know what I'm saying? It was Davy DMX. Right. Also, Davy DMX was in the in the band um Armin's Crush. You know what I mean? So it's so it's all those elements that go together. <laughs> I wanna have CL Cross, Troy L and, and, and Jay Quan to come on here and they talk about, you know what I'm saying, the hip hop history. Cause these guys, they they also so being hip hop historians, they know those stories. You get right. what I'm saying? So even though I may live those stories, they know those stories. So it's it's all good. Right, right. They live some of it too. They, it's not like they just know it from from word of mouth. They live some of it too. So that's what make it so so great. You know what I'm saying? So that's what that's the 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 elements that that the you know the the, the five elements of hip hop that make it what it is. That this genre that is is that just rap? It's not just you know what I'm saying. It wasn't just one thing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That made it. Thing. It was it was all of it together that made it a thing. Like I said, I love the full circle of it. Though. I truly right. Do. And Sean Rock had said it recently that it's more elements added to hip hop now. Yes. So she yes. was saying I, that yes. it's more than five yes. now, and that's what I was saying. Yeah. If when we when we talk about all the other elements that made it what it is for this fifty years, 
right. we we have to add those in. So and, and it's important to do that so the younger rappers or the, the rappers that came midway through or the ones that are coming in today that they can appreciate the elements how how it started mm-hmm. because the you know those are the ones we got to bridge that gap and that's why I like when I saw that viral post of DMC sharing with D1 the mindset of Rakim when he said I used to roll up because I used to come in and take your money but yeah, now I learn to earn because I'm righteous right. so that that shows the growth in in the music and the lyrics you know and from when KRS-One speaking about the younger generation has to listen and learn from us older generations so they could be smarter in their approach and we as the older generation have to listen to the younger generation so we could get better at our creativity you yeah. know and so it, it everybody go it works together to make the music grow because we want to see 50 more years of hip-hop you yeah. know god willing you want to keep hip-hop as Yes, Daddy. So our kids and our grandkids will be able to, you know, the 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 stories that we say. That's why I say memories are so important because we and we keep the stories that happened in our era and exactly. and, and and have the younger people know what it was like or exactly. or try to vision it. They try to because yeah. that's what they imagine. Yeah. They imagine, you know, like you when you say your daughters was every story that you told them when they when they came to the point where they met Stevie D and all these people they right. felt he like they knew them he, because yeah, they heard the story and read alert exactly guys and, and and even even uh, you know say keep KC and and, and right uh, right and, and, and JDL and, and and Tito from the Phyllis Boy and, right that's and, keeping and, those stories he, alive yeah right. those guys exactly. were telling the stories to them and they were like yo they they were like they were like it, 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 it was overwhelming to them but at the same time they were saying wow these are the stories Sorry, that, our that father tells us, but they hear it from the actual <laughs> right. people like wow like he's that he wasn't just talking it he wasn't right. just give things up it's like he's what he was saying is real because the actual real people are saying it you know right like, and that's how we felt when Rodney um, was talking about Funky 4 when when we when you know when um Raheem talked about them having microphones KK saying we said no we're not gonna it's four MCs we want four mics right, like the beginning of that you right. know it was like to hear him say that we saw that that's because right. those were a part of the things the memories that that amazed us because you know we were coming from hearing you know we were grew up in a music household because we had all the r&b all the jazz you know my dad was a was a aspiring singer you right. know coming from his family in motown so we had every music that was so when we saw the Funky Four do a show. It was like looking at the 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 Gladys Knights in the pants or the right, Temptations, exactly. like um like Aaron said, and that's yeah, Aaron, what right, impressed us, like you know. Right, exactly. And they did that same routine on Saturday Night Live, you know. Right, exactly, exactly. And it's the the beauty of it that you see it that you know. So those because right. a lot of things wasn't captured. Like, I, right, I right. What if? Would have the the Kumo D Busy B battle thing would have been visible, right? On on, on videotape, like what right, would that absolutely. have been like to see? That would have been phenomenal. You know what I'm saying because yeah. I can I can talk about it. I was on the stage, right? Hold the people back. My job was to let people on stage and off. The, you know what I'm saying? Like that was right. my job. You know what I'm saying? I hear I was the skinny kid that you know with an attitude. Like nah, you can't come up here. Nah, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, people see me now, see my size now. I said, yeah, of course. But no, I was a skinny kid, man, with buck teeth. And I, you know what I'm saying? So I wasn't I wasn't the size I was then now. You know what I mean? Right. And I was a kid with an attitude. So <laughs> they, they, they pointed me that job. You know what I'm saying? He so. was KWA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the NWA folks, he was KWA. <laughs> right, so he was I, with an attitude. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So it was it was like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I was there. I was right, you know what I'm saying, right there. Right. Exercise. Right. And people don't understand the the background to that thing. You know what I'm saying? That right. really right. sparked it and, and had to hold people back that wanted to fight and everything. It's like, yo, it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? But you just imagine if that was filmed. Right. And, and people actually saw that. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's right. that 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 was just electrified. And and just as what what Aaron was talking about, you know what I'm saying, T connection with Ben Bada, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm right. saying? Hulu Nation convention. It was like electric. If if you were to see that, you know what I'm saying? Right. And, and matter of fact, there is a, a there is a film that you, you see it over and over again, and that's Bronx wait, River, wait. where you see people dancing and you see Red Alert and, and Jazzy J DJing and, and Bam and everything. And that's that's I think that's Bronx River PAL, I, I believe, or Mitchell Jim is one of them. You know what I'm saying? It's the same video they show, but it, that's such a rare thing that somebody had a video taping it. You know what I mean? So it's crazy, and and I believe. If, 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 I can't remember where that come from, but it might have come from when they were wanted to film uh, uh, Wild Style. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. Wild Style was originally about one. I think it was originally about. It was supposed to be about the Funky Four, if, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think they they talked they talked about right? it and yeah, yeah and then right. added them so, because yeah, right because they, they broke up. Right, yeah, broke up. right. Broke so up. right, so that's what I'm saying because. Doing the story of the Funky Four is telling the story of hip hop, because their their story links everything to hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everything that linked up about hip hop, the elements of it, the 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 area of it, the sound of it, the smell of it. You know what I'm saying? It links back to the Funky Four plus one right. more. It links back to them. You know what I'm saying? To have Ibrahim tell the story. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You know what I'm saying? And, and, and the funny thing was how KK tell tell his version of it. And then Rodney coming on and said the, the parts that KK didn't talk about, Rodney talked about. And then Right, Rodney and they all went together. Right. Home. Right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So those are the things that that make it, you know what I'm saying, it makes it special. And we do this right. so motivators so you can understand it, so you can get it. I mean, we all here listen to, you know, we listen to Power Me Up Radio here. We, we're people of a certain age, you know what I mean? But to understand, you know what I'm saying, where hip hop is now, you know what I'm saying, from where, you know what I'm saying, the young people that listen to the show, you know what I'm saying, that's under 25, you know what I'm saying, understand that their parents grew up with this music, grew up with this genre, grew up with this this uh culture because it's, it's more than just a music genre it's a culture and we yeah. we tried to explain that a long time ago and nobody wanted to listen to us and man this is a culture what we're doing and people used to deny that i remember one time um uh, bill cosby was on a senior hall you know saying dogging hip-hop saying oh they call it a culture that's no culture and this and that you know saying like who are you to, to say it's not a culture because if you right. get what a culture is that's exactly what hip-hop is it's exactly what that element is 
And a lot of times, you know, uh, most of the people didn't understand hip hop because they wasn't a part of it. And so a lot of people talked about, oh, it ain't going to last or is gangster music. That's because they never really put a real ear to it until their kids started listening to it. When their kids started listening to it, because a lot of times, you know, uh, it had some songs will will make a person open their ears like there's people who never listen to hip-hop but when they heard the message they probably was like let me hear what that said and then there's some people who never listen to hip-hop and they heard dear mama you know so it's it's different songs yeah that will make somebody say or or even artists like my mother for example Mm -hmm. he loved big daddy king she loved Fat Joe. She right, loved right. Orange. She, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, right. You know what I'm saying? But she's an old lady like this. She loved Big Pun. You know what I'm saying? And funny right. thing, my mother always said, Fat Joe and Big Pun had the wrong name. <laughs> they had the wrong name. <laughs> Joe should be Big Joe. Big Joe, he should be Fat Pun. My mother, my mother loved, my mother loved Run DMC. Fat Joe and Big Pun. She loved them. You know what I'm saying? Right. Big Daddy Kane, when when Bismarcky too, she loved Bismarcky too, and you know Bismarcky, you know his his video is Spring Again. That's my mother's house that you see the girl coming out of. That's mm-hmm. my mother's house. Yeah. Oh wow, wow, they wow. Filmed, yeah, they filmed that at my mother's house. Uh, it's Spring Again. That that was filmed at my, my mom's place, place and everything like that. And, and Big Daddy Kane, he actually. Because when he wanted to use my mother's phone and everything like that, he would use the phone. He gave my mom $200, you know what I'm saying, just for using the phone and everything like that. And she was like, I love that Big Daddy Kane. <laughs> my mother loved Run DMC, LL Cool J, and 50 Cent. Those, yeah. those are, she was a Queens supporter of rap. She loved the Queens rappers for some reason. I'm like, Ma, all of the rappers that you like are Queens rappers. And even though she didn't set it up like that, but she loved LL Cool J. And Fifty Cent or uh, of the today's rap, she likes Fifty Cent. Yeah, yeah. She love, hated, love it. Underdogs on top. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but that's so- what I mean. Hip hop has that because it takes from certain elements of of a past or or of or, or a memory, and it makes it. We make it our own. But we do we do take from our parents and our grandparents right, you know, right. and, and, and make it our own. That's right. what hip hop Right, because once they hear the James Brown, like when right. Heavy D right. used some song, exactly. like that's nothing but James Brown music all exactly. over again. Exactly. You know? or, or even how the breakdancing was with B-Boy, we took those elements from our parents and grandparents, the way they danced, the way they did different dances, and then we right. made it home. You know what I'm saying? And we, we constantly did. We kept reinventing what we saw and making it our own. You know what I'm saying? From anything yeah. I can talk about, you know what I'm saying? Our dance to George Jefferson. That was right. that was a dance called the slop. You know what I mean? Right. But George Jefferson did the slop on TV, so we gave our version of it. Same thing right. with, with um, Pee Wee Herman. You know what I'm saying? He did the, the, the killer and we made it our own and, and called it the Pee Wee Herman. You know what I'm saying? So it was, it was always things like that that we made right. our own and gave our version of it because that's we, it, it really was paying homage. You know what I'm right. saying? That's what and we reinventing it, right. Right, exactly. we reinventing it because we were paying, that was our way of paying homage to what, what we yeah. saw. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we saw the, you know, the jitterbugging and, and stuff like that. And you know what I'm saying? Those guys are, are, are the Nicholas brothers and, and, and people like that. We saw them 
and, and we copied it you know what i mean so even though they were tapping we turned it into you know what I'm saying the way we were moving and and, and and sliding across the floor and and, and spinning on our heads and i i seen a i seen a movie i can't remember the name of the movie and it was these dancers in it and i was like man that look and they were going down and coming back up I like man, that's up rocking. <laughs> right, it's from right. the 1930s. I was like, yo, that's up rocking. I was like, but get what I'm saying, and that was my thing. But that's where it come from. But you know, that's something we saw. You know, what I'm saying we see these movies they're in the back of our heads, and we put it to our own sound. We put it to our own. They like say, say when you when you hear Cool Herc talk about back in the day, when you see those early. Cool Herc interviews when he talk about just taking, you know, saying certain records, certain James Brown records, or, or, right. or, or Parliament records, and just and blending them and, and just doing it his way, you know, saying like nobody else is doing that. That's hip hop, you know what I mean? And, and that's what he was saying. That was, and, and he didn't even we didn't even have the word hip hop when he was talking about. I was watching the interview, you know, what I'm saying, but that came, you know, what I'm saying because the hip hop term came later from Cowboy and. Right. and, and, and and love Bostowski, you know what I'm saying? So we always debate who actually said it first. Was right. Keep Cowboy or was it Love Bostowski? You know what I'm saying? So it depends on who you ask, you know what I'm saying? Right. If you ask Van Silk, he'll tell you keep Cowboy. If you ask Charlie Rock and the Harlem World crew, he'll tell you <laughs> he'll, uh, or, or even Russell Simmons, he'll tell you Love Bostowski. So right. you know, it, you know, it all depends uh, who, who you talk to, but again, it come from it come from them. You know what I'm saying? But that's that's the essence. That's the thing that we want to capture here, and that's what we're gonna do next year on the morning coffee. We coming fresh, spanking, brand new on you. We're gonna be doing some things. We're gonna bring some people on here. We wanna we wanna give you. Um, something that no one else is giving you because again when those mainstreamers you know are not celebrating the 50 years of hip-hop anymore we still celebrate because we come from it Cheryl, myself and, 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 and Nelson we come from it you know what I'm saying so we're gonna keep don't bringing, stop. you know what I'm saying yeah we're gonna keep bringing it to you because that's what it, that's what it's all about you know what I'm saying and we and you know saying because so motivated let me let you know now we're going to be going on 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 a break okay so we're going to be taking a break matter of fact this is going to be our last show of 2023 so and and after that we're going to be going on a break uh, a little holiday break and every day that the whole station is going on a little break so with the show's going to be season <laughs> y'all yeah, they're gonna be playing a lot of repeats and, and, and things like that. So it's all good. You can catch up with old shows. But if you want to catch up with uh, with the morning coffee, you can always uh, go to Spotify, go to Apple uh, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, um, um, Block Talk Radio, um, a lot of those outlets. That, you know, what I'm saying if you're having a hard time finding it, you should. You know what I'm saying? Because Spotify, it, it's once you type in uh, Morning Coffee with the Motivated Jazzy D feature show, it would pop right up. It, without a doubt, <laughs> you you would not miss it. Yeah, okay? And if you're not following us, please follow us on, on Spotify. Please follow us on Apple 
uh, podcast and Spreaker. Please follow us. We just want tell to your friends for all our followers. Tell your friends to follow tell us. Your, tell, tell your tell a friend. Tell your that's right. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Back, that's right. The, they missing out. So the motivators. But we they're missing out. And again, but we're gonna come brand spanking new. We're gonna come with a new everything. 2024. We're gonna bring even more uh, dynamic minute. guests. Um, not just hip hop guests. We're gonna bring you a lot of experts a lot of coaches you know what i'm saying we're gonna we're gonna give you a lot of you know what I'm saying the, the type of psychology that that you can use uh you know saying we're gonna be more comedians on here more actors and actresses and we're gonna bring people here so you can actually get something out of your morning that's what it's gonna be about we we're coming you know saying new and improved and also, again, we're going to be coming to television, y'all. Yes, yes, yes. Cut that up. Cut that up. <laughs> we're going to Apple be TV. Apple TV. Roku TV. Yes, indeed. The morning coffee is coming at you. You know what I'm saying? Gonna have fun with that one. So please look out for that. If you don't have Roku or Apple TV, get it. So, so you can see the morning coffee. But when we come back, and for the new year in January, we're gonna let you know exactly when it's gonna air and everything like that. Um, you're gonna see, you're probably gonna see ads on Facebook and things like that. So, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's all good, but definitely listen. And uh, yeah, just, and again, we want you to participate in Spotify also, because Spotify has a lot of interactions that's going on and they they want you to participate so we want to hear from you all right so not only that we want you to email us you know saying uh info at morningcoffee.chat but we also want you to go on spotify uh morning coffee featuring uh, morning coffee with motivated jazz featuring Cheryl star we want you to actually uh take part and and the interactions that spotify has and, and, and talk to us and we'll, we'll talk to you back seriously seriously we will we'll, we'll, we'll talk to you right back no problem we want we want that so we're going to be coming full circle matter of fact also um we, we're, we're also going to be part of part unity and uh part unity is, is uh, my best way of explaining part unity is like zoom meets clubhouse <laughs> so you're gonna enjoy that too but you'll get more of that uh in the new year we'll tell you more about part unity and how you can actually be a part of the morning coffee you know what i'm saying as we you know say as we on the air you can be a part of the show and, and we'll talk to you directly and you can actually you know give you shout outs and and birthday shout outs and all that type of stuff while we're on the air the morning coffee through part unity that's gonna be fun okay so motivators we're gonna make a lot of this stuff just fun in the morning just to get you up out and going you know what i'm saying so it's a lot of stuff coming 2024 roll with us that's all we actually you do roll with us <laughs> you know what i'm saying stuff yeah yeah indeed indeed but uh nelson is uh giving us a wrap-up sign over there and uh, he's letting us know that you know all good things come to an end <laughs> all right so we're gonna uh take our deep breaths our affirmation protection prayer for the day on this freestyle friday we want to thank again aaron fuse 
of Tough City Records for coming on today and, and bringing it full circle. All right, and and, and I, so I don't I don't see a better way to have in. 2023. And we want to thank all our former guests, everybody yes. who came yes. on the morning coffee this year and participated with us. Shout out to Eddie F. Shout out to Keith KC, Raheem, KK Rockwell, Rodney C. I mean, a list of people, Folk Master, uh, Rock Master Scott. Right. You know, we had the Forsome D's, of course. We love these guys. We look forward to having them back King in Charlie person. King Charlie Prince. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yes. Uh, DJ Dr. Shock. Awesome. DJ Dr. Shock. Uh, absolutely. Um, cool G of the of the uh, Disco Four. Yes. Uh, yes. Who, who else we had on? We had a whole yeah. list of a whole yeah, list. We had, yeah, we had so many guests. That's so all. many guests. And if we yes, forgot to man. mention Palomon, shout out to Buddy. All yes. the us, you know, we we, we want to shout out everybody who's yes. participated, yes. listened to the show. Shout out to Miss Jones. That's my sister in radio. Yes. Shout out to Miss Jonesy. Ms. Jonesy coming Jonesy. also, yes. you know, uh, Pink Champs. <laughs> you know, shout out to Miss Jones and, and everybody else who support us and listen to us. Indeed, indeed. So if we forget to shout you out, give you your props. For being on the morning coffee, Charge can't forget our, produ- our, our executive producers, Reverend Islam and Al Style. Let's get up, indeed, shout out. Indeed, but charge it to our head, not our heart. Absolutely, <laughs> it's all good. You know what I'm saying? Shout out DJ Bob Q. He's still part of the morning coffee and everything like that. Bob Q, my beat master. Oh yeah. So when we out, when we out and about, you're gonna get DJ Bob Q and DJ Nelson the Maestro. When we start going, because again, 2024, you're going to start seeing us. We're going to come to a city near you, so motivated. That's why we want you to, 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 to communicate with us, to talk to us. Let, let us know that you you listen to us each morning. You tell your friends to listen to us. You tell your, your relatives to listen to us. That way, we come to your city. We can come to your city and, 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 and shout, shout you out. You know what I'm saying? May even, you know what I'm saying, get discount tickets or t-shirts or whatever the case may be. So let us know where you're from, who, you know what I'm saying, how much you listen to the show, what you appreciate, what what changes you think we should do, whatever. We, we, we open. We are open book, okay? And we do this for you, without a doubt, all right? So I know I talked enough because Nelson was like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> all right? So let's take our deep breaths. And, and say our affirmation protection prayer, all right, so we can we can get this Freestyle Friday off on the right start, and we have our, our whole Christmas holiday on the right start, and our New Year's on the right start, all right? So breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend, extend, extend it. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend, extend, extend it. One more time, beloveds. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend, extend it, extend it. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. No matter where we are, God is and all is well. It's Freestyle Friday with the motivator, Jazzy G. That is your affirmation, protection, prayer for the day, beloved. You take that no matter where you go today. Man, be work, school, or play. 
on this Freestyle Friday. Remember, I love each and every one of you. It's not a damn thing you can do about it. Hey, Star. Yep, yep. I know, I know this Christmas is, shopping. This, this, That's yeah. what I'm doing. That's right. <laughs> That's get out the way, folks. Christmas shopping. You know, my granddaughter, she, she hit me with, Papa, what you get me for Christmas? <sighs> <laughs> yep, yep. That's when you gotta get the shopping done. Happy New Year to everybody. Well, everybody have a safe and prosperous New Year. Have a happy yes, holiday. Holiday, yes. Spend some time with your loved ones. Make up, yes. people. Yes. Apologize if you got year, 2024. <laughs> we're gonna make it a prosperous New Year. We're gonna have some fun. I want to give a big, big shout out and thanks. To Raven, the talk show Maven Glover for making this possible. Making Thank you, Raven. Possible. All right. Hey, in the programming team, hey, Jamie and Chris, you know I love you guys. I give you a heart where it goes sometimes, but you know I love y'all. All right. But hey, we're going to come back even stronger. The station's going to come back even stronger next year. It's going to be so many things that you're going to appreciate. So motivated. You're going to love it. I'm telling you. We ain't just blowing smoke. <laughs> All right. Hey, man. Me, Star, Nelson, the whole crew. We're going to take two steps to the rear and get on out of here, y'all. Hey, we see y'all next year, 2024. Make it a good one. Hey, man, have a happy, happy holiday. We love you. Hey.